When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Everybody, welcome to episode 245 of Red Wings Rate, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. I can't catch up. I just go too slow. <laughs> Looks like he's off by 10 seconds. Yeah, that's right. I'm just watching you now. Just eye to eye. Oh, Man. Right. I should look at the camera. Um, yeah. Hey, everybody. You know what? What's going on? You're home for impassioned pleas, but you don't even have a home. None of your stuff's there. I have a home. No home for you. Home is where the heart is, Mike. It's not about... This is a house. My home. Well, I guess... I can't say that yet because my family still lives here. All right. Jared's mad because we didn't start on time. There's a miscommunication yesterday. Um, Oh, fudgies. So I apologize. Uh, Jim has some good questions about Calgary. It's going to send on, uh, they're really just going to give up. <laughs> I I mean, honestly, like they already lost uh, Johnny Hockey. Is Kachuk on his way out too? I, I don't oh. know. I feel like they made a pretty strong move to, uh, to make sure he can't go venture off and sign with anybody else uh, through an offer sheet. Um, I mean, how, how upset could you be? I mean, who, who would have thought the blue jackets would be getting Johnny Hockey? I mean, you can't really blame Calgary for that. Did you see um, that that Instagram post of the uh, news reporter out of Calgary, who who signed off? I think he was probably, I think he was probably the sports guy. He signed yeah. off and sent it to the weatherman, <laughs> and he goes, uh, "That's all for me today, unless uh, I get an offer from somebody out of Columbus for less money. That'll be." <laughs> it's just as sore as you could be. I. Uh, I mean, it's true, right? I mean, he, he left Calgary, which I, I... Look, we don't live in Canada, but I would guess, based on those hot jerseys, I don't know why, that's where most of my judgments come from on this, that uh-huh. that is a destination. That's a hockey destination, is Calgary. I just assumed um, it was uh, southern Canada. <laughs> that's right, yeah. The Saddle Dome and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I, I always assumed Calgary would be a destination. I One of my very few hockey jerseys is a yeah. Calgary Flames jersey because I love that jersey and that logo so much. But, you know, I guess that only... Yeah, and so uh, as somebody who barely makes $20 an hour, I, I vacationed in Columbus, and I can tell you it is not a destination. Yeah, I mean, I made the comment last week, like, this is good for Columbus. Like, it's been the franchise that you become a star. I don't know, maybe not become a star, because I guess Rick Nash uh, <laughs> made a pretty good living in Columbus. But you don't, you know, nobody, it's never a destination. Uh, there's certainly the guys who have had a good season in Columbus and have just moved on. Um, All right, gracefully, I would say. Yeah. But uh, it's never been like, oh, you know, free agents. Uh, we got got to head over to Columbus to I, see what's Yeah, up. I did want to throw in one thing too, like not a trade. I don't think that really counts unless we're talking about you know the wild new uh, drama queen situation in the NBA where you can just say, I want to trade, and you get traded. We're talking about free agency, <laughs> Matt. Can you think of one <laughs> major like free agent defection that really upset you? Um, mine's really easy. It was uh, when he left for more money, um, I think more years as well, when uh, Ben Wallace defected from my beloved Pistons and went to Chicago. He went to the rival, and it. I missed him, but I was also kind of like, you know, it was a mismatch in Chicago. He didn't really have great numbers, and the Pistons kind of made a better financial move to not re-sign him, but I was still like, oh, how could you, Ben? Why Chicago of all cities? But. He's got some family there, so I kind of understand. But did you have one uh, Met-oriented Johnny Hockey-like defection? Probably Sergei Fedorov. Did that one kill you? I remember being upset about it. I mean, for the longest time, right? Like I used to say, like, no way is he ever allowed in the rafters. I, I will never forgive him for this. Um that hurt me at the time, but clearly you're not still mad at Ben Wallace. I'm not still mad at Sergey. I think we found out a lot about the Red Wings organization and, you know, certain things of uh, him being possibly pushed out. And that there's still an argument to be made that uh, they're making no effort to <laughs> smooth over any sort of relations with him. But yeah, um, yeah Brad's right there. Fedorov hurt. Um, yeah, Mike, Michael Scripp right there, Fedorov. Chewy, Fedorov. <laughs> I think we're all I mean, uh, it's not was the one. it's not really the same because it feels like it was the Red Wings' fault. But when we didn't get Hosa, I was pretty bummed. That's a good that, one. That was it my dude. Mind. It came. That to was mind my dude. You said Detroit to Chicago, and that that came to mind. But <laughs> it, it definitely didn't hurt as much because Hosa always felt like a one year, and that one was also a mistake. Although. You know, I think we all have a, we all have fond feelings for Mule, um, but I think it it was pretty clear that we should have gone the Hosa route, and there yeah. may have been at least one more cup in the Pavel Datsuk era, uh, in the Zetterberg era that we actually ended up with. No, I, you uh, said it correctly, man. It was the Datsuk era. I know that's a hot take. Um, I think we all still love Franzen, uh, but I. I think I would have prioritized that offseason a little differently. But I get it, right? You you drafted the one guy, and the other guy came yeah, aboard. Yeah, they up. doing the homegrown stuff. That's that's kind of how they operated, you know. It's just, like, Hosa being on that team 
is kind of what built what we have as analytics today. What we recognize as a good and bad hockey team, and it's yeah. because they they defined like what it meant for Corsi and expected goals, and now they're still ranked as like one of the best expected goals teams and best Corsi teams of all time. And it was that that ability to distribute Hosa, Datsuk, and Zetterberg across different lines. I love Franzen, but it wasn't because we could distribute Franzen across multiple lines. I, I love him. I love him. Fine feelings, but it was it was Hosa that, that made the difference. You're talking about two of the best two-way players in the game or on the same team at the same time, including Lidstrom. So it's just like you had the best two-way defender, uh, defenseman, I should say, uh, of all time. Um and then you had Hosa and Datsuk. And it was like, all right, well, we could have this guy that gets injured all the time. And, uh, well, we drafted him. Uh, and every now and then he has a four-goal game. All right, I'm going to – so <laughs> the last episode I made people angry with my Tyler Bertuzzi take. So the last thing I want to do here is – Don't you do it, Matt. be buried again. Don't poke <laughs> the bear again. Don't you do it. Uh, we had a different agenda today. Matt, another big signing. We got him. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Huge. Huge. Oh, well, we got a big picture of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we want to get, we want to take a stab at this that uh, Derek uh, Lalonde's new assistant coach is Jay Verity. Oh, going to Verity, huh? I'm going v- v- Variety. Oh, I'm, I'm just going way off. The Variety Man. Now, clearly, Mike, if you want to steal from any organization, you're looking over Southwest. Arizona, you want to grab whatever's going on. The heartbed development of, program of the or... hockey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hotbed of hockey down there. Yeah. I can't speak to I like immediately at work, people are like, What do you what do you think? Is this is this gonna work? Like is this is this gonna meld well? And Listen, for an organization like... that's used to flip flopping goalies, how could you not be excited about a guy who went from the Tucson Roadrunners to the Arizona Coyotes? And back to the Tucson Roadrunners. <laughs> this Perfect. whole assistant coach with the Coyotes thing. It's, uh, it's not going so great, Jay. We're going to send you back down to the AHL. Um, look, I, I'm teasing, <laughs> and that's because I know very little about Jay. There's probably somebody out there who could chime in and say something much more educated than my jokes about targeting the Arizona Coyotes organization for a coach. But um, I'm also the guy who took a very long time trying to explain that I think there is, let's do it again. So you got your, you got your, your mean average. If there was some way to score out coaches, you've got got your mean average and then you've got your, your top level coaches and, and your bottom level coaches. And then you've got, you know, your greatest of all time are all the way up here, but most of the coaches are going to fit like between these two arms. And then the mean was in the middle of the, so that's it. The podcast listeners still have no idea what I'm trying to describe, but basically I think everybody like it's razor thin. The difference. So between Matt is just saying coaches. there's outliers and then there's the mode. Yeah. Average. And then there's like everybody else. <laughs> there's the Scotty Bowman's and then there's everybody else. They're kind of all just jumbled together. And I think most of it has to deal with the team. I mean, you're talking about the difference between one guy's brain 
and the 18 guys that hit the ice. I think I think there's a little bit more that goes into the 18 guys. Um, all right. I'm going to bury myself again here. Everybody's going to get angry because we get all up in arms over coaches we fire and hire. <clears throat> Well, I'm, uh, I'm going to lean into the fact I think it's fine. It's not killing me. It's not making me happy. Um, not blowing a load or anything. Listen, you can't uh, you can't really have a salad uh, without a little iceberg lettuce. And I think that's where Jay Veridot, Ver, Veridot, Verity uh, steps up to the plate. Speaking of some lettuce. Yeah. Jared points out he has hair. Uh, how long? Not for long, Jared. Gone. Not for <laughs> long. They will be asking him to shave his entire head. And facial hair, too. We if you want to work here, bald. We're going to ask <laughs> you to... We need you to narrow your eyebrows as well. Uh, I really do hope that at least comes into the conversation at some point. Because... Listen, we got, we got burned by Babcock's beautiful follicles. So never again. All right? They're gone. You shave them. It's like the New York um, Yankees with the little buzz cuts. There's hockey fox thrown in a Roadrunner coyote. There's a joke to be made there. Absolutely. I, I, okay. I've never thought I am such a dumb sack of shit. I have never put two and two together. <laughs> There's the Arizona, Arizona coyotes and the Tucson Roadrunners. I've not, I, today, hockey fox. I was this year's old when I realized that's why their AHL affiliate is named the Roadrunners. Um, Hockey Fox for the win. Thank you so much, sir, for pointing pointing that out. I feel like a fucking moron right now for not realizing that. Uh, This is fun. Yeah, I'm excited about the snip, snap, snip. Um, Jared, mind blown. Oh, good. Jared never caught that either. Whew. Thank God. I was hoping I wasn't. So wait, one. is there an affiliation then between the Red Wings and the Griffins? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Hmm. <laughs> um. Hmm. All right. So what's this episode called, Mike? Um. Let me pull it up. All right. I think number two forty-five. Like, are we going to make the playoffs? I oh. can't read it. It's 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 uh, <laughs> cut off on my screen here. All right. We'll just play that game. Uh, and, and basically, we wanted to start off the slideshow here. I <laughs> like Brad. Griffins have wings. <laughs> Brad, I think we're on to something. Hey, hey. Uh, hey, what's going on, Tristan? I see Tristan's aboard. Uh, all right, so we've got Cop, Olimata, Bedsharat, Kubalik, Perron, which... Uh, what did I say last, uh, last week? I said underrated. this is the most underrated pickup um i felt and uh just so happens the rest of the world decided to agree with me over the week so that was cute um uh, but yeah here we are <clears throat> now fourth line could use some mixing uh when you take a look at the defensive pairings mike uh missing and unable to be scored on this because uh what we're looking at right now folks listening to the podcast is the j fresh war roster builder mike 5.0 uh so this is just projected uh we we still need a new one projecting for next season but we're still doing pretty good here this still figures in statistics from uh, 2022 i think the only the only problem with this one is that it's not weighted properly when jay fresh makes a new one if that makes sense 
when we talk about all of these Jay Fresh projections, he weights them in a particular way, giving more weight to the current seasons, which clearly is not being done here. Oh, <clears throat> any hoozles. Mike, what we're looking at again, the war roster builder from Jay Fresh. We have projected standings points of... Oh, wait, should we should we talk about... Do I have that? Oh, maybe I don't have that. Last year, Mike, do you remember what we were projected? Last year, I think we were almost on the nose. Uh, weren't we project projected at like 82 points? Uh, I believe 82 is correct. And then what did we end up with? <clears throat> Does anybody uh, remember? I'm pulling it up right now. You you went way too fast with that guess. I was uh I was right on the nose because I, I don't remember why I don't know why I remember that so vividly, but I remember seeing that eighty two and being like, Oh, moving up in the world. And then there's like that month where we were on pace to exceed that, and then it was just we hadn't done the other half of the coin. Um I believe we ended at like seventy eight points. Seventy four. Oh, I was close. I was yeah. Close. All right. Um, I mean, it's good that we all forget that number. Yeah. There, so, uh, pretty I'll, vast I'll improvement that... here, having a, an actual second line and a yeah. healthy Verona. Yeah, and and part of this too is there there is a little calculation here on the uh, special teams portion where they're taking the uh, J Fresh is taking the guys who actually have power play and penalty kill performances. Um, I, I tried to dissect it. I think what he's doing is pulling in the uh, the statistics that our potential power play performers could do, and uh, he's figuring out, do they actually have power play time? And then they figure into this power play number, which also went up as well as the penalty kill number went up. Are they the best numbers in the league? No, but they went up. Um, I think there's a lot of potential, though, for them to be... Uh, like, if we look at uh, these top lines here... Um, Dylan Larkin, Lucas Raymond, Tyler Bertuzzi, not changing projected war 6.1. That's pretty goddamn good. That's pretty close to when we were figuring out last year. I don't know if you remember, Mike, we had like the top line in the league when we were doing Larkin, Bertuzzi, and Verana. Uh, and that's just because they do produce quite well uh, individually. Uh, but together you play that game of like, oh, what if uh, they combine to do even more when they play together? But anywho, uh, subbing out Verana for Raymond, moving uh, Bertuzzi over to the left side, which can't remember how that was screwed up last year, but that was Jay Fresh putting together Tyler Bertuzzi on the right side, and then uh, Verona figured in on the left side. But uh, pretty pretty similar projected war. And as you jump down to the second line, I mean, you're still doing pretty you're still doing pretty goddamn good. That's almost um, uh, equal. And I mean, <laughs> like you're talking about how awesome that first line was, where it was one of the top first lines in the entire league. Um, I, God, it, I don't think it was number one, was it? I know it was top no, top three. Because Boston was still, according to Jay Fresh, Boston was still scoring out ahead. But yeah, la last year. I mean, to be percentage points like behind that first line, that's uh, pretty damn impressive. And, and we do know, like this past season, too, there were, um, what did we have coming to play, Mike? We call out uh, some, some injuries. What else was there? That there's a guy couldn't play. Game. Anyway, we won't mention him, but he missed some games too. Uh, so we know it, we know that the first line didn't score out as well as as it could have throughout the year because of injuries, because of guys just I don't know. We'll call it miscellaneous reasons, missing games. Um, so that happened. <laughs> we don't know if they're on the trading block. We don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, if we could sum this up, 
the easiest thing to do for people uh, listening to the podcast is we roll through these lines again. Verona, Cop, and uh, Peron. I, I struggled here because I can play with this. I built this one. We were talking about Jay Fresh's roster last year. I built this one. You can see the little arrows. Um, yeah, I put Sadina on the third line. I don't care. I'm fine with it. Uh, I did. I have heard the arguments that Perron should be focusing on the power play, give him less minutes. I think you're talking about the difference of like a minute or two per game. So there's my projection. Anyway, third line, Kubelik, Suter, uh, Zadina, and then uh, your fourth line, which again, I, I already threw in the asterisk. Uh, I think we're missing a burger in here, but uh, Adam Ernie, Michael Rasmussen, and Oscar Sunkfist. And then on, uh, on the D side, we, we talked about this last week too. Uh, Sherat Sider, Mata Hronik, Wallman, Lindstrom. Those are your left side, right side defensemen. And then uh, goalies, Billy Huso, Nadelkovich. Huso grading out higher than Nadelkovich. So you know what? This has to be pretty accurate because I, this does look pretty accurate for Nadelkovich who did well for half a season and then didn't for the second half. So to see like a 1.3, it's not, you know, it's not in the negative. It's not red. Um but still, like a 1.3 seems to seems to add up pretty good. Uh, probably that game games played won't break up that way. I, I figure if anything, if it's going to be Huso getting more games, probably closer to the 50, like 50-30. But I think the most accurate thing would be 40-40. Any Hoosles, everybody that's listening to the podcast, now you just heard the lineup. For everybody watching on YouTube, uh, you could see projected standings points 99. I think Mike already mentioned. but um, yeah, like we compared it. Last year was projected to be 82. We finished off with 74. So there's a lot of luck that has to go in, clearly, with keeping a healthy team, which can affect uh, quite a bit. How you go from a projected 80, uh, 82 to 74. Um, things just not going your way. Maybe Nadelkovic getting tired figures in there, too. But any hoozles? To the point, this team, from advanced analytics perspective, looks much better. And the name of this episode was uh, something along the lines. This is, uh, I, I only see R, so it's Detroit Red Wings R. Uh, if I can remember properly here, it's uh, are they going to the playoffs? Something like that. Mike, yes. even without some potential upgrades that we could talk about here in a second, and without figuring in that probably Edmondson's going to test out way higher than a Jake Wallman, and there's room for a Bergeron. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think 99 feels pretty good. You are a bubble team, to be sure. Uh, that's going to be a world of difference um, in a television viewing experience. Um, if you're saying that you're going to be getting uh, 25 more points than you did last season, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you know, it's what, an extra 12 wins? Um, so that, that pretty damn good number um i would like to see 12 more of those um can you pull the screen back just so i can see the depth chart one more time so the um yeah the interesting thing here is uh you know we're we're, we're kind of echoing this because it, it's something that we haven't had in the past couple seasons where yeah i'm i'm pretty fired up to see how the second line performs um especially if these projections hold sway um but even if they don't quite, um, you know, they don't finish the season like this because of injuries, 
it it doesn't feel like it's a catastrophic event. And Brad asking other Red Wings ready for the playoffs. Man, knowing that you can still put Bergeron and not. He was answering what was the name of the episode. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Brad, Brad for the win. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, knowing that there's still a Bergeron on the on the on the outside looking in, um, that there's still a Fabry who's going to be coming back from injury. And I, I know you're not a fan, man. Oh that's okay. God. That's what I'm. Gonna, that's no, what I'm I here for. Forgot about him again. Jesus. That's what I'm here for. So to think <laughs> that that guy who was literally a, in a row. he was a focal point of this team for like two years. <laughs> now, I mean, you could reasonably put him on the third or fourth line and not even blink. Look, um, can I just and this say, is, look it, I'm not, even if Matt doesn't like him, even though Matt is a Bertuzzi not, hater oh, and a Fabry hater, let's not forget that. You know who else likes Fabry? Iserman. Yeah, because he gave him a nice lengthy contract. Mwah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you got guys like that coming back. We are still, I, I don't know if you guys are still, and refresh on those tweets because there's still that rumor of Red Wing trade being out there because of all this extra depth. Like you ideally want to turn some of that depth into like one really good player. Yeah, it's, it's very promising. Um, I don't know. I don't know how pie in the sky that that second line is. I, I'm, I'm kind of stunned that that projected war is that close to a line that was ranked as one of the top five in the whole league. Um, well, and if I could... If I could, I just want to add an asterisk. That's that's them measuring differently because it's the second line. Can I throw that in? So there? it's second line projection. Yeah, it's it's weighted because it's the second line. Oh, all right. So I so I shudder to think what I shudder to think what would happen if that was the first line. Is what you're saying? I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't be that bad. You're still talking about Verada being up there, who's been compared, you know, like analytic wise. He's had comparable numbers to like Austin Matthews when it comes to like goals. So I like it, it makes sense that they still have that, that good of a score, but yeah, that is weighted because it's the second line that we're measuring there. So it would be a different score with those guys on the first line, but can I ask you really to, uh, to uh, um, tea leaf sexy questions about this? Seeing that the projected standings are at 99 points. Yes. I would say that two spots we could probably still use an upgrade are at center and maybe defense. So is there any room in here, Matt, where you would you would flirt with the idea of Kadri or Klingberg? Oh man. Because um... cop listen, cop, that's a that's a pretty cool second line center. But my god, if that was our third line center, whoo! Little cadre um, action just, with with Jakob. Yeah, I'm not ready. To play those games yet? Of like, all right, like cop we brought in to be our second line setter, and we're already like, we could upgrade that. I'm, I'm, I'm I want to see. We what still got cap like. space. We could still potentially make this happen. First we could, all, we could fiscally make it happen. Somebody asked about Klingberg, but I saw Jim Johnson threw this into the comments, and I just laughed. So Ernie <laughs> Smith should be waived. I thought that was pretty good uh johnny p of course performance art if we get klingberg oh man do you have uh, can you queue up the klingberg j fresh yeah i will i was gonna make it all dramatic here tristed klingberg three years seven million again johnny p here's johnny jim johnson four years 6.25 jim jim i like that a lot yeah I, can we get I you still, in the negotiating room i, I like that a lot say, would you rather go one less year 
and pay a little bit more, like in the grand scheme of things, the difference between 6.25 and 7 mil or four years, 6.25, I so like, would lean into Tristan's deal. So like, a, so like a lot of pretty good pizza or a medium amount of really good pizza? Medium amount of really good pizza. I don't yes. know how to interpret which one's which based on what you said. I just wanted to do an office <laughs> reference. All right, just give me that. Um, all right. But anyway, here's Mike. Are you ready? Should we like drum roll for any? Now before, hold on. Now here's Matt's gonna do a little uh, gotcha media <laughs> trick here on us because he's gonna drop uh, Klingberg's uh, less than impressive J Fresh score, but. Um, let, lest we forget, um, I think Matt also should be pulling up uh, Schrott's J Fresh to go back to back with that. <laughs> in all true. fairness, but one, so, one's going to be playing left side and one will, one will be playing right. Oh, side. they can be a pair together. Oh, wouldn't that make Matt happy? Mm. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's do it officially. One extra point if we bring in John Klingberg, move Philip uh, Heronic to the third pairing. Everything else on this list, I believe, is exactly the same. Every point counts? <laughs> Do you guys want to cripple your cap sheet for one more point? <laughs> that is a great way to put it. Um, that's where I come back to Tristan's three years, and if you're going to bring him in as few years as possible, because he's already 30, and I mean, we you've already seen the dip once, as you could see here on the J Fresh player card, in 2020 2021 uh it wasn't i mean you know it wasn't just play there's a lot of uh things that come into this but you know then he does slide up a little bit here on the war percentile going from 2021 to 2022 but it's not anything that i'm ready where klingberg wants i guess uh you know from us Listen, I, this... I think this is accurate he can only get seven years from us right because the eight years would be with his yeah original team this would but. be an absolutely stunning move by Iserman because if it was it would it would be as if he were signing a short player because all Iserman has done this offseason is prioritize defense first guys or all-around player guys and this guy as a defenseman only plays one side of the ice he's a great quarterback right yeah he's a great quarterback for power plays um you know getting the play going but man, his his defense is uh, not. It's not something Eiserman has been prioritizing. Yeah, it, like, you know, at least this year. To call him a quarterback, like don't ignore the, like the primary assist here per sixty, top eighty nine percent of the league. Uh, same thing with with his offense. I mean, this this is and it is goals per sixty as a right side defenseman. Um, everything and is his name is almost Clink. Another perk. Right. I was going to say, so this is the personal side of it. When I create a player in the NHL game, I can't pick Clink for the announcer, but I, I would always lean into Klingberg because that was as close as I could get. Um, but yeah, I mean, the easy game here, right? You go to Heronic. Hey, if you like <laughs> if you like Heronic, how about double his contract for the exact same player but older? Huh? And, and it's not the exact... Right. I mean, you're looking at a huge dip here in power play. It's just the defense is like a little bit better. So it's like you're getting a guy who would probably be labeled as more of the two way game, but that's just because he's not great at offense. It looks like. Yeah, so I'm, I'm Klingberg can't touch Ronick's ability to light up an empty net. That's true. <laughs> You'd think that goals per 60 uh, would be a little bit higher, yeah. but um 
Yeah, he expected I mean, goals for Hironic with an empty net is a hundred. Just so you know, he's he's responsible. Uh, yeah. You can see the penalty number there. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Um, joking aside, I think even with the projected WAR percentage both being forty nine percent, I think what you're paying for with another couple million here compared to the four point four million is for a guy that when you put him on the ice, you know what you're getting. And with Hironic, you don't know if he's going to blow it on the offensive side or blow it on the defensive side. <laughs> And that's he's a man. He's a man of mystery. So let me ask you this: uh, We talked about, um, you know, what the oh, war is. Great. Can I just throw Tristan throw this out there? Like we've been talking about, how cool is it for the first time since the show has existed? We'll have two power plays. We know Cider sticking with PP one. PP two. Mike has a legit. P- I'm going to keep saying PP. <laughs> power play one quarterback on it and, and that that what tristan's saying there is huge so if you can limit that contract length i will my official stance on the klingberg move what have you is go for it um can i say that as weird i, I think it would be what's the word anti like the antithesis to sign him um, if only because of what we've prior- prioritized so so far. Um, and Dan B saying the devil you know better than the devil you don't. I think um, Dan's saying he wants P.K. Subban. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Matt, you dirty dog. <laughs> um, I, I know what you meant, Dan. I'm just kidding. With the, uh, with the contract length seemingly holding up um, like a signing announcement, it, it feels to me, oh, I guess he really is going to be a Red Wing and that Iserman is not budging on the years. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a great point. Steve, I think as somebody who's deep into the uh, current housing market right now, there's, there's <laughs> the contracts that move. Uh, there's a reason why, like everybody's overpaying and whatnot, and of course they're all thirty year mortgages, so it's thirty years, but across the board. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I the mean, ones that aren't moving are. I mean, we can we can dirty it up a little bit, but I mean, yeah. you're still gonna have to figure out, you know, the Larkin extension. Um, and then Bertuzzi or whatever you may uh, do with Bertuzzi, who is a core piece of this team and not going anywhere. Wink. <laughs> um, that's a lot of money that you got to, you know, have saved up for this season and, you know, coming season. So, yeah, we could fit Klingberg in there. But um, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I'm pretty proud of Steve for, uh, you know, holding down his his plan to not sign mortgages with all of these players and matt i know you hate the nba but he's he's actually treating this a bit like an nba gm um where they're 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 literally handcuffed at this point you can only sign these guys for up to five years um but for him to like declare Outwardly, no, you're you're not going to be part of my team. You know, maybe Larkin will get a little bit lengthier deal, but I'm I'm not going to bend on this. This this is not part of our our cap sheet philosophy. So even a player like Klingberg, who could you know give us an otherworldly second power play unit, or you know first PP, if Mo Sider had to take a you know a game off or something, it's it's not worth it to me to to cripple us for eight years, especially for a guy who at the end of the term. Uh, for the most we could give him would be 37 years old, Matt. 37 year old to making seven mil. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, and there there's no element here of like marketability either. And everybody hates when I bring up like the business side of bringing these players aboard. 
you're not looking at a Klingberg and going, oh man, the fans are going to blow a load when they see this. Because they won't if it's attached with seven years. Um, and it, it's just one of those things. I think I think you can afford to lose now on the salary bid with Klingberg. Like you could tell them, look, I'm not giving you these years, but we'll give you a little extra dough that you probably don't deserve based on <laughs> your defensive uh, inabilities, basically making you a wash of a player, which... It's probably a little too harsh what I just threw out there, but the advanced analytics uh, test out, like it says, he's going to give up just as much as he will put in. But uh, again, back to Dan B's point, the devil, you know, better than the devil. You don't, uh, you put Klingberg out there to be successful on offense and you don't necessarily put him out there when we need to prevent. Yeah. That, goals from you know what? The back of the net. That was the last point I forgot. I wanted to hit was as long as he's not, you know, counted on to be, you know, defensively like a top pairing guy. And I, my God, if we could find a way to make him like a five or six defenseman and more of a like a special teams, um, you know, we'll 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 feature you a lot more on the power play, but maybe lower your minutes in like defensive situations. Man, would that be ideal? Then you not you know keep him to a three or a four year contract. That that that's a pretty appealing cap sheet in my opinion. Um, did you have any um, any room in your stomach for a what a cadre signing would look like? Um, I don't have the J Fresh up. Um, because that's got to be one of the trickier ones. Um, considering where he came from, um, you know, being on the coattails of uh, a mega team, um, because you got to think his numbers are going to go realistically down a little bit, you know, coming right. to Detroit. Um, but I mean, he'd still, you know, he'd still be flanked by Verona and Perron, which you know, it's pretty pretty nice pairing there i i can't imagine would would bum about too much um especially fresh on some free agent dollars but uh i haven't heard anything about that i've only heard about Klingberg coming here i haven't I haven't heard even a sniff of of cadre but i that would just be so cool to have cops somehow be our third center i'm trying to try to find something on here that's gonna uh, give us a Give us an idea of what Kadri's going to make this upcoming season. Somebody's guess. Um, but every everything's just one of those silly, you know, you ask the question on Google, so somebody has it built out to, like, respond to that question but not actually give us an answer. What do you think his value is, just off the top of your head? Just not, not like, what you think he's going to get. What's his value, like, five? Oh, God, I think if Kadri was a five, I don't think we'd be – We'd be looking at a cop on the team right now, but um, I think I think he's going to grade out higher, be... shorter term contract. I, th- I think that's. I I was thinking around. I guess I was thinking around seven, but that's just what came to my head first. I'm still trying to find something, but I feel like he's going to get a payday because of how. I mean, last year was a career year for him, so that might be where his holdout is. But I can't find anything online. I can't even pull up the contract projections. Hmm. Performance art says six. Yeah, my five was a little low. I think I was trying to tee it up where... um, Jody has the... If wings are not in. Yeah. I was thinking like five, and then with free agency, you usually have to do like 20% over what they're actually worth to, you know, seduce them to, you know, uproot their lives and come, you know, play with you for three or four years. 
Um, Dan B saying someone will be stupid and give him seven and a half. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why we haven't heard a sniff yet because I don't think Geiserman really sees the value in that. Um, yeah, I don't think, again, like we, we have our centers. Uh, I mean, Puce was a target last year. I think we have some options in our own system that we still want to try out. I, I don't, I don't know if targeting Kadri, I, I like right now, I feel like, I feel like if we were at the trade deadline and I had to guess where we needed to upgrade, I'm going to think that there's going to be something uh, probably right wing or anywhere on the defense is going to need an upgrade left side or right side. And, and we'd be happy with what whatever the upgrade ended up being on left or right side. We'd, we'd be able to upgrade if we found the right player kind of thing. So I'm thinking winger and defense before... I'm upgrading center. Yeah. Um, I mean, because we got to wait at least another year for the unicorn, um, Elmer Solterblom, uh, to come up and um, elevate this team to the Stanley Cup finals. So, Yeah, I just um, – I kind of have some thoughts here. So you, you asked uh, Mike earlier in the week to think of some guys that could be potential ads. Um, so I was trying to think of some teams that might not make the playoffs just like out of like, you know, they've been struggling either recently, or you could kind of see maybe there's a world where they just kind of dip off because their team's just getting older. Dip off sounds like an insult. <laughs> they, uh, they fall off the edge of the world kind of thing. Uh, maybe they have one player that they depend on for all their scoring and, uh, he just gets too old and uh, can't keep up his pace. <laughs> uh, the Capitals. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so I'm not saying that's for sure, but I was just trying to find guys that could be available because they have one year left on their contract. And like some at some point during the season, maybe there's a possibility to bring over this one-year contract to upgrade the team somewhere. And should we play that game? Uh, we could try. Um, I thought we were... Oh, what what were you gonna say? I thought we were going. Uh, no, go ahead. No, you got, I, if you got somebody, no, don't worry about it. Go ahead. Did you still want to play the Kadri game? No, I don't. Uh, oh. Go ahead with what you're saying. Oh, all right. Um, so the first guy on the list, JT Miller. I think at the point where JT Miller is an option, um, I think he's been serviceable. You could see like the advanced analytics test him out as an 81 percent plus. Um, this is, this is a rental. This isn't even a guy you need to worry about next season. Um, <clears throat> 84% offense. You've got a guy that sets up well with an 82% primary assist, uh, per 60. And again, this is another addition to the power play where if there's anyone struggling or any injuries, there's a solution. So first name I'm putting in there again, JT Miller, second name. I am coming after the capitals. I got, uh, Dimitri Arloff in there. I, with this one, you're up, like, this is a, to me, the clear upgrade on the second pair that could possibly be fighting Cider. I know that's blasphemy, but this guy could do so well on both sides of the puck that this, this is a legit upgrade. This is where you're like, all right, Capitals are going to want something pretty for this. But this, like I said. If there if there's an opportunity here, we're looking for a guy with one year left on his contract. I think you're going midway through the season here. 
uh, and you're playing this game of if the caps are out of it, can you steal Dimitri? Now, Katzel throws out there. He has a modified no move clause. I never, I honestly, those are an issue until they're not. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody's available until the trade deadline's over and we realize they haven't been moved. I, I think there's always a conversation. Like, does Orloff want to move to potentially, if we're in the playoff, in a playoff position and Washington is not, maybe Ovechkin's legs go out on him and they have nothing at that point. There you go. So, bingo, bingo. Mike, you got a 104-point team right there. <laughs> so, I, for the life of me, I could have put JT on the second line, uh, but I think you could see Mike Sedina, uh, he gone. He was a part of that trade. I think we're getting rid of a pick, too. Um, and then uh, Dimitri Orloff. I, I don't know how much we're giving away, but I do like the look of this team. I, I got to say, like, at this point, you've you've got a couple of solid five-on-five defensive pairings here, like, ready to go. I'm, uh, I'd am i be excited about rolling this, to be completely honest here. And uh, projecting out or scoring out as a 104-point team feels pretty gosh darn good. But, um, not really against those. I do like that you're... Uh, I mean, it's pillag- like pie in the sky. I, I know. No, but I... You know, what we were trying to do is in this exercise was just try to find some spots where we can pillage from teams that don't know how to manage a cap sheet. Um, and Vancouver's right up against it. Um, like as far as um, like roster spots go, and I, I believe there's still like $2 million over the cap. So they still have a little bit of uh, Michael Scott fancy financial footwork that they got to figure out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't think the JT Miller one is, is two bananas at all. Um, but mine was mine was a little bit mine was a little crazy. Um, try not to laugh, but I still think that this team has no idea what they're doing. And if anything, they're probably going to give away a very valuable player because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, man, I I could see a scenario where again, Vegas has to keep dumping salary. Um, so I don't know if that means that my God. Is their captain going to be available? Is Mark Stone going to be available for no, a runway no. cap sheet that's still kind of sexy? Matt, maybe? I I don't think so. I think that like they've picked him to be the guy that's sticking around. I think I they've wanna... picked I think they've picked Eichel. And if this guy's just like, you know what? Fuck this. Get get me the hell out of this godforsaken <laughs> Sin City and take me to a real organization with a real GM. I I you know, if you're gonna be getting extra draft picks which the Red Wings being on the cusp of you know contending having yeah. some fringe guys like hey we got a we got a little Zadina action for you huh former first round pick huh former top 10 pick huh how's that wet your noodle uh <laughs> sold all right we didn't throw in any first round picks oh you know so you're doing a straight up you know just bananas trade um this this for me I I, I would be a shark I'd be all over this team because they have no idea what they're doing. Um, and I, I could see a scenario where they're giving up somebody like that. Um, okay. Let's, I mean, you do, you if you want to, if you want to unpack that one, go ahead. I, I, I guess unpacking it means I'm playing the game of like, how is this possible? Like, how would this actually happen? It's just uh, possible because of ineptitude. This is another one. I mean, like I was trying to target guys that had one year left. So now we're just like, no. all right, let's go after Connor McDavid. 
if we're gonna go after Mark Stone. But <laughs> okay, no, I did not put Connor McDavid on my list. But <laughs> depending on when we acquired Mark, Matt, he would yeah. only have four years left on his deal, which again falls under the Eiserman criteria to be part of this Red Wing team. I mean, is it though? Isn't it five years left right now on Mark? This year is number five. Okay. So then if so you're backing saying... it up where they screw up this whole season and say we gotta dump it again. I'm I'm telling oh. you, just be a shark on it. This one this one's pretty wild to me. I, I feel like they're there are two guys they want to stick with. And you're right. And I was gonna say how this works out. Oh, there's a bird. Uh the way that this actually becomes a thing is when Vegas is halfway through the season and their last place in the league or something like that and uh even then i don't think they'd look to get rid of mark i think they'd look and cross their fingers that there's a nice draft pick coming through uh to improve the team he's got five years uh they can try and wait i mean look at these numbers they're insane this is not the guy you want to move this is the guy you're building around and even at 30 he's still producing incredibly well they have doubled down on eichel they have destroyed any kind of depth they have Matt. If they want to try and reload, get some draft picks, you know, Uncle Stevie's going to have a few extra. He's going to have some fringe prospects. You know what? Reset that team, baby. All right, we're going to do this. I, I don't think I've done this in a long time, but just going through Jay Fresh's stuff and based on the comments, pulling somebody up. But uh, Jim, you're out there twice. Horvat. Horvat. No. All right, you Jim, guys. We're looking no, at you Bo guys Horvath. are you're thinking reasonable. You got to be sharks. But yeah, this is probably makes a little bit more sense. Go ahead and throw Horvat in there. Well, we're, I mean, yeah, this is, we're back to Vancouver, like you already mentioned, struggling cap wise. And then uh, they'll probably suck. <laughs> but as, as Jim puts out there, more than just uh, a guy with some skill, but a great leader, great face off, man. He can finish. Look at that. Uh, doing pretty well. I mean, across the board, it's like, it's, it's average, but average enough that he's going to, he's going to score out, you know, top 78% of the league. Uh, as a center just for me like i guess i already touched on it what do we are we moving cop down to the third line and bo's second line is my struggle or are we just going to move one of our centers to the wing which is totally fine too i just that's where i'm not i haven't really done a ton of research to keep pulling up centers um and then tristan comes in with but mckinnon though all right, McKinnon is, yes, that's where Dylan Larkin, unfortunately, you're not a center anymore, my man. You're a winger. <laughs> I mean, Matt, let's see if I can. Matt, let's, uh, I got one more for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Well, let's do Tristan a favor here. Mike, is, this, right. is this worth it? Should we? <laughs> I think the better question is who moves to win, Nathan McKinnon or <laughs> Dylan Larkin? No. Um, listen, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only praying on on the nights. I'm not, I'm not putting McDavid in there. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go that crazy, but I do have a wild one for you, Matt. Can I, just it's, to it's, answer Tristan's question, I think, I think you, you can hand him a checkbook uh, would be my answer. And he deserves it too. He's been playing his ass off for $6 million. I think uh, you could, but, uh, yeah. you could rename little Caesars. Yeah. McKinnon arena. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone would complain. Matt, this is a upcoming UFA. All right, let's do it. Part of another uh, ship that's sinking into the ocean. Do we need Matt? to get you a new link that isn't the Golden Knights page? You're going to need but... to get me a bib because I'm going to be drooling all over the place if this one comes to fruition. Matt, you're going to start <laughs> typing the letter K? A little A? Oh, my God. N? 
and gone. Oh my god, you're such a piece of garbage. Matt, his deal is up. <clears throat> Chicago is blowing it up. They're just getting rid of everybody left and right. Yeah, look, look at that. $10 million. Let's bring Ooh, this guy wait. over. Wait a minute. He's doing great. <laughs> Killing it. Um, I don't know. I That's another team I would be paying, you know, a lot of attention to. Because uh, I don't know how Taves and Kane are going to be looking at each other like, who is on our team? Uh, it's going to be a veritable who's that of the NHL. Um, so I, I don't know if this is a spot where you can, uh, you know, get a, get a little revenge. For what happened with Hosa. Come on. Can we can we not though? A little Hosa revenge. Just a little Hosa revenge. I mean, he's such a piece of garbage. I don't want this name attached to the Red Wings. All right. You, so do you really so want to Kane, pull, Okay, so Kane the hockey Cleveland player Browns. and and Kane of, of right the now. WWE. Both of them, <laughs> both of their names have been soiled. All right. I can't wait for this to happen and then Dylan Arkin's like, trade me to the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> which is, he'd be Baker Mayfield at that point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want this. I don't care. And, and he's garbage. Come on, look at these numbers, man. He's basically Shabbat on offense. This, I don't know what you're griping about. You pay this number. You pay that ten million dollars because, like, the excuse would be, "Oh, look at the garbage that he has to play with." Yeah, but you pay a guy ten million dollars so that this doesn't happen. I think right. you're looking at all the negatives, man. <laughs> there's only negatives. Oh, okay, there's a couple. Man, he's going to be a year older, a year wiser. He's going to be on our second or third line. He's not even a first liner. Larkin jumps leagues. This is Jared's prediction. <laughs> he's going to the KHL. He's had enough. He's following Dan, in the footsteps of Detsuk. Dan says wings aren't in a position for a cane type ad just yet. Oh, Maybe three years. Not, you, no. you watch Edmondson and Soderblom come up. Woo Start getting those sirens going, baby. Let's get this. So Matt's out on Kane and Taves, even though they're actual unrestricted free agents coming up. Look at that. 46, huh? Fit right in with Ronick. I like it. So what do you, again, what are, we're, we're going to have a $10 million third line center? Is that what you're? No, oh, he's taking a pay cut. Look at this. Paint of ten and a half mil. You see that age? Yeah, it's getting wiser, Matt. Oh my god. Getting smarter. Mind powers. Oh god. <sighs> Listen, you didn't like my shark idea. <laughs> Matt said Larkin requests trade to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's Baker Mayfield, right? Didn't he go to the Carolina Panthers? Am I wrong? Yeah. yeah. No, he yeah, did, yeah, I wasn't... He did go to yeah, I didn't. I wasn't screwed up like Carolina and Florida Panthers. I, I meant that I was talking about the situation where you bring in a piece of garbage into your football franchise, and then your your Baker Mayfield, who turned your whole franchise around, requests a trade. Sorry, Can I, I just I, ask. I, you know listen. what? I'm very self conscious. I did. I that's what the Carolina Panthers thing was. It was not a Florida Panthers miscue. Man, it was. Listen. All right. If you can get. If you can get. <laughs> Okay, so he's a little bit of a garbage person. But if you could get Kane for four mil. How are we getting him for four mil? He's going to be a UFA. He's going to be 33. We got Iserman in the negotiating room. Oh, wait. Did I miss that? Does he have one year? He has one year left. Yes, yeah, UFA. This is his last season. Oh, wow. He and Taves have their, their contracts are up. Yeah. That's, that's so cute that they've asked to not be on the trade block. And then... <laughs> 
I mean, Chicago could get something. Um, I do like the theory that Chicago has made themselves such garbage because Kane and Taves said that they would not accept a trade. Uh, so Chicago went, fine. Then you're going to have the worst year of your career. Listen, the, I, these guys have to be on the block. I mean, they spent free agent money on Max Domi and Red Wing legend Andreas Athanasiu. So I... <laughs> I'm just saying they're 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 on they have to be available in some capacity. Like Chicago's management would be bananas to not listen to offers to get some sort of draft compensation for the, they're really gonna re-sign. No way. Oh the pot okay, that's enough. <laughs> I kid in the pasta man. So did I you know what? That's the last time I bring up my shark theory with with, with Stone. Pasta man. Can I just get say, the pasta like- man off my screen? Whatever you want to give up to bring in Kane, I would give up four times that to bring in the pasta man. Um, I think I think that's your game changing move. I, I don't. I don't yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the anymore. pasta man. Of course, you give up anything. There you go. Hundred eight point projected team. Got plenty of room to fit in a Simon. That seems a little low, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Doesn't seem that a little seem a little low? low? <laughs> You know, what's record-breaking, right? Like 120 or something? And also keep in mind that you have also included a few of our other fake acquisitions on this sheet. Did I? Yeah. Orloff Uh, is still on there. Well, yeah, that was a no-brainer. That's already... (laughs) It's already in the works, huh? Okay. That's already done. You forgot. That one's good. Um, Don't forget, we got you still got to upgrade Gustav Lindstrom to Klingberg. So you're going to have Klingberg, Orloff, Spider on the (laughs) Oh my god! When everybody signs up, um, I you know what? Who 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 mentioned the pasta man? So I think he is a who? UFA, isn't he? You're the looking, pasta man. You're the only guy who could talk on this podcast besides you is the person who. <laughs> oh, I thought no. I mean, I thought it was one of our comments that came in. Damn, this is an incredible free agent class. Nothing, nothing like full time comedians. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> now look, but. Boston's having trouble with past with pasta, Pasternak. The last I heard rumor wise is that he does want out, and Boston is probably going to struggle this year. So let's let's get this conversation. You know, going. come on. It's not just that the pasta man has a great nickname and he's really good at hockey. His AAV right now is the number of the beast: six million six hundred sixty-six thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars. Please bring him to Detroit. Um, this is, I mean, this is another one where it's, uh, as Tristan mentioned earlier, I'm going to scroll up, you know, that 13 mil he's throwing at McKinnon. Oof. Just to hand pasta the, the, the checkbook. So yeah, we're having fun here. Um, try to be realistic. It didn't go great. We started bringing up Mark Stone and Patrick Kane. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen to this UFA list. Can I just sprint through a few of these? Just names. I know you don't care about the top two because they just happen to have the highest contracts this season. So that's what the order's in. Kane, uh, Jonathan Taves, Ryan O'Reilly, Tarasenko. Uh, oh, Ryan O'Reilly was another good one I, I feel like would be fun. Uh, the Pasta Man, uh, Sean, Sean Monahan uh, from Calgary. Uh, McKinnon, of course. Uh, we're going to ignore Larkin because obviously he's going to resign and play here forever because he's our best player of all time. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to put Lucic on there? Uh, no. Paso. Matt, your boy uh, Dumba from Minnesota, huh? Yeah, you, your can buddy? Put, you can put Matt on there. 
Uh, we got a little Huberdo action, huh? A little Huberdo. I want to hear me butcher that pronunciation three more times. Uh, we got Horvet, um, Johnny Quick. He's only 37, Matt. Perfect time to bring him in. Um, yeah, that's this is the wrong list to go through. This is, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little deeper here. I'm getting a little deeper. <laughs> John, uh, Jonathan uh, Druin, uh, like you said, JT Miller. Holy mackerel. Yeah, I, I, we can. Am I losing you a little bit? Yeah, I don't like this list. I mean, right, there's a there's a few sexy ones up top. We're starting to peter off, but <laughs> yeah, I'd say quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other ones that wet the old noodle? No. Holland's gonna bring in uh, Jonathan Quick from Jim Johnson. That's my. That's my statement of the episode, or my favorite comment of the episode. <laughs> Looking forward now, to that. Uh, Dan B does throw out there. Why are we breaking in more names? We should make room for Soderblom. Adam's right there too. Soderblom. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, we we know he's going to be the savior. Elmer Elmer Soderblom is he's everything to me right now. You know. All right, so I'm all out of slides now. Now that we, uh, I did my fun little, what would happen if we added pasta and uh, Orlov? And listen, we we don't need names. I'm very excited for uh, the the human unicorn. Are oh, um, there any other names that were brought up? Well, you're oh in the uh, in the comments. No, yeah. I mean the, we're just dropping a few guys. who are going to be UFAs because this this you know I guess we did have Johnny Hockey. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of sexy names next year just to. Just for well, S's and giggles. And I did forget. I wanted to do, uh, you know, we'll take a quick break here so that I don't have to edit later. But uh, this, of course, brought to you by DraftKings. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up bet. To one thousand dollars. That's right. Make your first bet up to one thousand dollars. If it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, same game parlay spreads, money lines, over unders, props, betting options. There's uh, fun baseball. Hey. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Um, <clears throat> what was that? It was like at the hour mark. <laughs> Went something, something around there. All right. Uh, they're going to love hearing that. Um uh, it's uh DraftKings. Look, guys, we gotta do it. We got in trouble. I apologize to uh our sponsors who we almost never call out. <laughs> but we're supposed to be getting more sponsors and they need proof that we're actually gonna follow through. Um, so yeah, Sticklers. I apologize that uh, I put you guys through that, but there's there's a good reason for it. Um <laughs> I can't I forget I almost mentioned who our new sponsor is gonna be. Like I'm just bullshitting with you guys at the bar. Yeah, it's, it's going to be blah blah And it's like, oh, wait, that's not no sponsorship. It hasn't happened yet. No. <laughs> I mean, they, they signed a contract, but we can't, I guess, yeah, we're, we're not supposed to, I don't know. We're still, it could mind? still, it, could, it would still be tampering. Um, you know, we can't have any tampering going on. Uh, we can't say, mind. we can't say if it's Kool Aid or not. Yeah, it's we not can't Kool-Aid. say if it's Kool Aid. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we could say it's not Kool Aid. Um, all right. Dan B, not sure if there's enough room on the Redbird 
playing for all the guys on the roster currently. <laughs> See, uh, the bummer is that there kind of is. Oh, there is there is room for more people. Yeah, I, I, is that because Soderblom's not in there because he's going to take up about six? You <laughs> <laughs> old dog, you you got me on that one. Um, <laughs> I, I can't wait for that guy to debut. Um, I hope you guys are going to join me because I'm definitely going to go to Traverse City just to see him crush people in. Um, should we do Grand that? Rapids or Traverse? God, are what do we, I want to do? I kind of want to do both. Is this where we announce we're going to do a Red Wings rant meetup in Traverse City? That would be so neat. Oof. When is that? Oh, wait, we don't um, know. They haven't announced it yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's the but problem. But at, at the very least, we got to at least do a game in Grand Rapids. But I want to do Traverse City, too. Well, that yeah. doesn't make sense because he's not even going to be a Griffin. He's going to wow everybody in Traverse City and be on the second line. I mean, anywhere he goes, he's going to wow us. I think it was Edmondson that just described him as a mountain, as Edmondson was towering over everyone, and, and the latest measurements revealed that Edmondson had grown. He's bigger? Yes. We have another unicorn? Yeah, he's getting even bigger. Um, I thought that was crazy, but then that was kind of the story, was that Edmondson grew, like, or at least he's measuring out as like another inch higher right now. And then uh, it was vertically, right? Not horizontally. Where at? Yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think I read that from uh, Daniela Bruce, but uh, oh, I, I like this Adam Thomas with the unicorn. Uh, Brad thrown out there, six foot seven. I think what is, is that our new measurement for Edmondson? But yeah, Adam Adam has it nailed. Uh, six foot eight. Soderblom is six foot eight. Yeah. We looked at oh, that. Oh, Jared list. Edmondson, uh, he's got it. Uh, this is breaking news. Uh, nine feet, six inches, 580 pounds. Thanks, Jared. Jared uh, can you announce that as Howard Finkel? <laughs> Standing at nine foot six, weighing 580 pounds, over Soto <laughs> Rest in peace, Howard. We miss you. Um, I'm running out of steam. It's been an hour. Uh, That's okay. We went- we went hard into having fun here with these uh, some of these guys, but I think there's a full year to go over. Uh, why did I'm trying to look up Edmondson's height, and then I pulled up Soderblom. Uh, but we've got a full year to go over all these uh, guys that have one year left on their contract. All right, so Cap Friendly still hasn't listed at six foot four. Um, I have him at six six. You do? Yeah. All right. It says six six, and then in parentheses, still growing. <laughs> Where's that? I wrote it into Wikipedia. Oh, cool. Yeah. That works for me. Uh, all right. Uh, anybody else uh, have any questions? All right. So, Brendan Edmondson is six foot six. Ah, Jim's being super sweet. Don't quit your day jobs, boys. Uh, also throws in there six foot six. And uh, Adam's pulling out uh, elite prospects for his six foot six, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, I'm turning into a sleepy boy. Um, we had some fun, like I said, with the roster. We've got all season to keep doing more. Oh, those were all uh, very, those are all very, very serious. Uh, yeah. Swindling, oh my swindling Mark Stone from Vegas. Very, very serious. Uh, you know what? I, I'm still going to say, uh, who did I call out earlier? Uh, JT, uh, he, Dimitri yeah. Orlov. Let's go. Let's do it. 
Sign me up. Patrick Kane, baby. Mm. Get the, the little host of revenge. Woo! No, it's not host of revenge. Woo! It's not even close. It is for We're me. We're taking moment. their garbage. It's still real to me. I don't want their garbage. Keep their garbage away. All right, Jim, even though you were mean to me, hope you have a nice night. Jared, <laughs> have a good one. All right, Jared. Jim Johnson, uh, I appreciate you, all the all the WWE enjoy. songs you used to write, so I, I appreciate that. Uh, Adam, everybody. Chewy, have a good one. Um, I, Chewy was really sweet here a minute ago uh, when I was apologizing about the ads. Chewy said, it's all right. We want the channel to grow. Chewy, you're the best. Um, all right. So, yeah, I, I feel like I'm really having and hawing here and everybody's just hanging around and we haven't made a point about anything on the Red Wings. So you guys can go. Uh, check us out, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Um, oh, Jim came back. He says we're great. I love you. Jim. Oh, thanks, Jim. <laughs> Even though you were mean to me, I, I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you guys can hit that like button, it means a heck of a lot to us. If you guys are new, uh, hit the subscribe button. We'll have some fun next week. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, you know what? Just hit us up in the comments right now. If you're still sticking around, if you're somebody who's uh, watching this after the live, we'll say it, we'll put it that way. Um, yeah. Hit us up in the comments with some other names that we could look at this war roster builder and uh, make a judgment call. But I think uh, officially, let's walk away. I, I'm saying yes on the Klingberg thing, is, and and I'll pay more now. I just don't want a, a lengthy. Right. No mortgages. Timeline. Yeah. There we go. No mortgages. Um, um, but yeah, I can't wait for next week when we check in again on Simon Edvidson's height. Jared, buy some decorations, Matt. Jared, they're all put away. I have to wait till I get my new house. They're going to be put away until that new house. You guys need going. to share the show so that Matt can make a little money off YouTube and we can afford some decorations. Uh, MK2, he's in Traverse City. I got you guys covered for whatever oh, man. you need up here. MK, you're my new best friend. I like your initials a lot. That's Seeing true. as though it's both of our initials. Yes. <laughs> An honorary MK. I like it. Uh, and yes, I will be attending the home opener against Montreal. That's Jim's question. So last year we went to the home opener. <laughs> and we tweeted out that we were there. Literally nobody <laughs> tweeted back to us. I was so sad. Um Matt but doesn't yeah, know guess... that he just uh, DM'd that to me. He didn't tweet it. Oh, so. that might be why. Uh, we'll fix yeah. that this year. Yeah. So we've got, what, Traverse City plans, Grand Rapids plans, and home opener plans that we hope uh, we could see you guys all there. All right. Uh, everybody have a nice uh, rest of your week, and we'll uh, maybe something Stay maybe cool. some stuff will happen. Stay cool. Oh this going to be hot. Stay cool. All right. Um, subscriber numbers going down. They're actually skyrocketing into the stratosphere, just like Elmer Sotobloom. <laughs> right. Toodaloo, everybody.